0: Please salute to all area crew. You're officially locked into the number one radio show worldwide. Get yours radio. Check us on Stack Music. Salute to hip hop. Stay true. Get yours world. Now look up a shot. Keep the decibel way high. Boom it, boom
1: it, boom it. Get yours, get yours, get yours, get yours. I'm happy to be in the presence of Met Mecca Music, you know, Get Yours Radio. I appreciate y'all having me on the show. Anybody that represents hip-hop to the fullest in the right way, I'm down with it 100%. And I appreciate y'all, you know, just being able to, you know, play good music, you know, get people a variety of different things that they they can listen to, not just the things that just on, you know, heavy rotation, but just really introduce them to the culture of hip-hop, you know, in, in itself.
0: When you first had the feeling, the idea that you were even going to become an MC, like what was the situation? What was going on around you at that time?
1: You know what? To be honest with you, you know anybody from back in the days didn't start out thinking that they were gonna be an MC. The thing is, is that if you you was back there in the '70s, see, I come from the eras of the '70s. So if you was back there, you didn't start out saying you was gonna become an MC. You was either a B girl or B boy, and that's how right. you started out. It's just that everybody gradually got into becoming MCs because right. you were B girl or B boy. And for me, I think um, you know with, with Kuher, can I talk about it in the book? He he would have you know, like you know his two you know uh, MCs that would be on the mic, and they wouldn't say. Um you know, like rhymes you know, you know, or bars, or whatever they would just be you know uh, lyrical and announce the next party or the next show that was beginning to, to happen and um and it wasn't really until I seen and uh um, take your rockwell and and Keith Keith, which was a part of my group, go back and forth and audition that I. You know audition for to become an MC is when i began to see it happen not saying that it was other it wasn't other people that that was out there doing it it's just that those were the first people first two that i saw doing it even though you do have people like you know Melly mel and you had uh keith cowboy you know and um and uh a creole which was mel's brother you know that was out there too i didn't see them first i saw kk rockwell and, and um and keith keith not to say that they were the first MCs; those were just the first MCs that that, that I seen go back and forth. Because you had uh, MCs that were down with Cool Herc, that was you know just just like the, the forefathers of of being MCs, you know. Well, you know just uh-huh. you know you know introducing the shows or whatever. So I think for me, um, for me is when I saw KK Rockwell and Keith Keith go back and forth when I auditioned to be a part of the original Funky Four. Because I think you know a lot of people you know that don't know the history, they they think. You know, like a few. You know, I I hear you know the stories about you know females. Well, they need females, uh, males to identify the female. I come from a different era where that wasn't the case. I came into the game as as um, as as the other guys did, so I didn't have to have the males pull me. You know, in to say, okay, well. Uh, this is going to justify who you you was back then. We didn't, you know, as you know, you didn't have records, so you had to go on your skills and your skills alone. And so I had to prove to everybody in the Bronx, whether or not it's New York, that I was I was able to hold my own along with the fellas. So ah, it, you it, it it started
0: another with, MC, like almost like an MC, but you were just a female with it, and they treated you right, no right. different.
1: No, not at all, not at all, because a whole bunch of uh, of us came out with records in '79, but people don't think. You know, 79 for us, they think 80 Because that's the joint with, like, the more popular record Than rapping and rocking out So, but my point that I was trying to make Was even, like, in, in 79 um, When, in, 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 and I heard you say, like, you know, MCA Rapper When we were rocking on the streets, you know, in the Bronx Or, or New York in general We weren't, I don't even know where Where um, the, the the word rapper came from Because was called rappers it wasn't until '79. I know when we did our song, and then you had the Sugar Hill Gang did Rappers Delight. That's when they coined you didn't become an MC no more. You became a rapper. Nobody right, used right. the word rapper from from '76 to '79 until Rappers Delight came out, and so uh, you know our song came on. Anybody else? It wasn't until then that you would call a rapper. The MC just went away.
0: But why was that? What made the difference? Well, because, what made that transition? You went
1: into, it went into record format, because then you had older people like Bobby Robinson which is and Sylvia Robinson, which was no in no relations, but you had Bobby Robinson, who had, um, you know, Enjoy Records, and then you had Sylvia Ra- Robinson, who had Sylvia Records, so they come out with Rapper's Delight, and then you had uh, Bobby Robinson, one of our songs, he would call Rapping and Rocking the House. So it wasn't until, you know, that it became into a record format, and you didn't become Uh, Your title was not an MC no more. You was a rapper. It was more commercial, but your title was more commercial. But anybody that was true to the game never, never, never owned the name rapper. They were always an MC because, you know, and a lot of people don't think it's a difference, but it is a difference because... For me, you know, and not to take nothing from anybody else, everybody knows the rapper means massive ceremony. You know, that's that's what we use. So when you when you was out there, you didn't have a record. You didn't have a record to fall. When when, it came, when records we came out, it came in '79. It was easy for you know an entertainer to just hit the street streets because the crowd knew you from your record. It wasn't like that, you know, um, from 79, you know, and, and prior because you had to prove yourself. So you had to prove yourself as an MC that you was able to adapt to any situation, you was able to um, battle in any situation, and you didn't have that record to fall back on. You had to go on skills and skills alone. So there's a difference. I mean, you, you still have a lot of people out there now that are MCs that, that are capable of um, going toe-to-toe or capable of, being that lyricist or that holistic MC where, you know, they can be able to adapt even without, you know, a song or any beat that they just throw on, they could be able to just rock to it, you know, and you, right. you have you have MCs and rappers, however you want to coin it, you have them out there like that, but like I said, if there is a difference, you know, whether or not people want to admit it or not, there is a difference between an MC and a, and a rapper, you know, there is a difference. It's like you able to command the crowd with your stage performance because it's like back then, you had to be able to have a show. You had to have face forms. You didn't have, couldn't just get up there and just, um, you know, rock to a, a record or that, that you had because you didn't have that. So you had to be able to come out, uh, perform, you know, wear your outfits or, or you know, dance you know, or do whatever you had to do to convince the trial that you was that master of the ceremony, that you was that entertainer. So, so it was, it was a big difference.
0: What do you think about the game today? Like right now, where and everybody don't really give two cents about skills anymore.
1: Well, I, I think you know, to me, you know, and and a lot of people ask me that question. But, but one one thing I gotta say, you know, and a lot of people always say, okay, well, that's not real rap, or that's not rap, or that that's this. You know, I I look at it from being on a bias side because I, I I'm able to see the best of both worlds. I could be getting hip hop, and I and I see it now, and I always felt. No matter what, to be an MC, rapper, whatever you call it, you have to be different from the next man. Because if we all sound right. the light, then that means that you, you don't give a chance for rap within hip hop to evolve. So if a person come out with a song, you know, where it may be a, like one line of hook, and and you don't think it's rap, to me, I think you know, it's like you you're discrediting the uh, you know you, you're not giving that person enough credit because. That, just because you don't like it, that doesn't mean that anybody else sh- should not like it because that's right. what rap is with hip-hop. You have to be different. Now, whether you say, you know, that person is an MC, I think there is a difference. There is a difference between a rapper and an MC. but it's all entertainment, and it's all a part of the hip-hop culture. And so in order for us to be able to adapt or be able to appreciate, you got to understand that, you know, everybody has to be different. So what I might say ain't real hip-hop or what you might not say is, is real hip-hop, that's not allowing, um, uh, let let's say rap, because or, or to be a rap is just the format of what you know we're doing. MC is your title, and 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 that's 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 how it is, you know. But you you just have to for the for that person the opportunity to be able to to be different than the next man. Now, if you choose not to listen to it, then that's on you. I, I hear when I came on all the different sounds, uh, the different songs and stuff that y'all was playing. You are offering that difference. To, to, to people instead of them hearing um, what's on heavy rotation right now, you know. And so this is why I'm glad that we do have radio stations like y'all where you afford the opportunity for people to hear Underground, you afford the opportunity for people to know that all good music is not on the radio. So, But it's still right. all about right. being different. And all the, well, I should say all the good music is not on heavy t- rotation, but the people do have a choice. So my point is that no matter what, Everybody should be afforded the opportunity to choose what they want. If they don't like what they hear and they say it's not good rap, then they can tune into Mecca Music or get yours radio and hear the music they want. To your question, this Mister Dow Kim, I just want to ask. Okay, speaking on what you were saying, do you believe
0: that an MC with his skills can be a rapper? But majority of rappers that are out there today. Can't be an MC. I,
1: I think I think if you're true to your craft, you you could be either or. It, it goes back to what type of music you make. If you're making um, if you're making music, you know, to make people get up and you know and just dance or have fun or one liners or whatever. I mean, if you're true to your your craft, you can transform. I've seen um, let's let's take a Little Wayne. I've seen him transform from from years, and I and I followed him. At first, he didn't come out. Oh, well, I shouldn't say he didn't come out raw, but he he did have a, a different style. And within the last couple of years, he switched on everybody. And now, to me, I, that he is a prime example that you can be a rapper or call it what you want. But then he just switched his his skills to becoming an MC and the way that okay. he flowed. If you chew to the game, you you can do both. You can do both. You can make music, or you can go hardcore. You can make music, you know, or you can go back to the roots of hip hop. And and it's a lot of people that's doing it. So I think you can do either either or if you true to to the the uh, the whole uh, you know uh, formula of being an MC. Because it's about being able to adapt to any situation, any music, any style. That's what an MC does. And, and that's one reason why I do like Nicki Minaj because people can say anything they want about her, but I see her transform and I see her change her styles up, and and it's and to me, it's not about you know I I mean and I I see a lot of other females that's out there that just that just haven't gotten a chance to be heard, and they out there. But a lot of females are coming lyrical than a lot of the male MCs that's out there. And I think that's what a lot of people are scared of. You know what I'm saying? Because the females are not coming, most of the females are not coming with with the one-liners. And it's not to take anything from anybody else, but the females are stepping the game up. And fellas, I'm not taking nothing for y'all because I love y'all too. But then a lot of women, you know, are just as good as, as the guys. I know that's how I... For me, that's how it was for me back in the days. It's not nothing to take from the God. It's just that a lot of women nowadays that, that haven't been heard yet got something to say, and they are true MCs. But one of that's the true. things that I like about Mickey Minaj is that she, she transforms. What it's about in a female MC, you can't be like the next person. You can't do it.
0: You know, you could probably be here all night. But I want to talk about the book. The
1: reason why I wrote that book, I, I wrote it short. I mean, I wanted to get to the point because it's history. And, and a lot of people, you know, for years, like I said, I, I've never really talked about, you know, or claiming the first one. I just thought it was common knowledge, you know. But there's a lot of young kids, you know. And when people say, okay, well, I thought this person was the first female MC or this and that, I don't get mad at them because it is. It, It's history, but they don't know. And so before I leave this earth, I wanted people to understand. You know, I set it off along with, you know, the Mercedes ladies, you know, from back in the days and Lisa Lee. They was also right there with me. But I am the first female MC. And women were not extinct. We were holding it down. And I had to tell the story because it was nobody else speaking up for the 70s, up for the 80s. Nobody was speaking up for the onset. Of the of the culture, you know So I thought I had to do it Well, the thing is, it, it was crazy because not, None of my parents knew You know um, None of my parents knew the business aspect A part of it And you know, and being 16 and 17 years old You know, signing to a label We all didn't know anything About the music industry We let our love for just Being an MC, you know And, 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 and having that uh, to know that we can travel around the world and we could, you know, just put it out there for the whole world to see what we were doing back in the Bronx, you know, because you you had the the, um, the Sugar Hill Gang, but but I'm not going to get into how we felt about that because you know that's in the book. But I, I felt like we needed to show the world what hip hop was. How we struggled on the streets and how we was rocking and we was rhyming and we was harmonizing and so signing to label we didn't even think of the money aspect it was just being able to travel and just letting the world know um, and, and, and 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 involving the whole world and what it is that we were that we had been doing in the Bronx before we uh, you know before it became we, we we started making records and like as I said we didn't know the business aspect and yes you know we we got jerked and we got jerked for so. So, so many years, and the money that we were supposed to be making, we never saw, we never made, and um, and it was until, you know, I became, you know, an adult that I realized that I had to make a decision to to kind of reclaim what it is that has been taken from me all my life, and so in order for me to be able to get past, um, you know, being that, that MC or, or, or that uh, you know, a luminary icon who set the standards for females, I had to be able to go back and, and, and say, you know what, you're you're going to give me what is rightfully mine. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't until I became an adult that I I, I brought back. It was like, okay, nobody is not going to tell your story, you know, and it's just like I, I said in the book, because that's my he told me, and, and I, he was like, Shara, nobody's going to tell your story. You got to tell your story, and nobody can tell it the way that you can so I felt it was it it, it, it it I had to come out and tell it the accomplishment because it wasn't just you know like uh, African Bombarder or the Furious Five you know that that were out there we were neck to neck with everybody and we made contributions in so many ways that you know people wouldn't even understand and we had you know um, that that following and we we um, had that. Uh, you know, uh, that, that thing where we were, like, you know, taking on, you know, different roles and, and really, like, setting examples for a lot of MCs to follow. And I just had to tell that story because it wasn't being told. I think what we what we did was we were going in, when we was with Sugar Hill, we were going in there making, you know, like, singles at a time. Because, you know, when when you were under Sugar Hill, you didn't really do an album. It wasn't until, you know, we sort of kind of, like, was going through, um You know The the things with Sugar Hill That we sort of split up And we were going in And just cutting singles So we probably did Like about nine singles with her And what she did Was she released overseas So the States Never really got to hear them The States Like the States they They got a chance to see You know Hear like That's the joint But the majority of our songs Were being overseas So we were like You know Really like Known to the Most of the people In Europe Because that's where All our songs Were being released
0: how did Saturday Night Live appearance, how did that come about? You guys were the first hip-hop.
1: Well, on Go national on, TV, on, on, on a set. major network, on a major network. Hey. What happened was, um, actually, um, you know, we were like, like, like I was telling you how the Funky Four had set, set an example for a lot of people. Even though we was playing, playing uh, you know, in the Bronx, we had begun to start stretching out and wanted to be able to introduce uh, hip-hop, you know, to, to other nationalities. So what we did started doing was going down and playing at the punk rock clubs and, you know, all the you know, the the, the Caucasian, you know, uh, clubs down in, in the Soho area in the village area. And and mm-hmm. so to, to introduce them. And so at the time we didn't even know people like, you know, Blondie or the Beastie Boys, you know, were, were coming to our shows and, and, and looking at it. And so, um I think Fat I pretty had brought Blondie down there one time, you know, with Debbie Harry, she's from the group Blondie. And and wanted them to see, you know, us perform. And so we were out on tour. And they, they she said, okay, well, I'm hosting Saturday Night Live. I want the the Funky Four to perform because they have a female. See, we were the only group. It wasn't until um, the the Funky Four we we were the first group to have a female. And then once we had a female, it was everybody. All the other groups start incorporating females within their group to be able to try to keep up. Now, the Furious Five didn't do it, but a lot of people caught on A lot of people had tried, tried to do that, you know, to incorporate females. And um, what she did, she said, well, I'm hosting Saturday Night Live. So she had gotten uh, Sav to get in touch with us to be able to um, be a, a guest on her uh, show because she was hosting it. And, and, and they did it on effect. Like, I guess they, they could have chosen the Furious Five, you know, because they were there w- with us as well. But because they had a female, and it was this first time that she had seen seen a group, you know, with a female, she wanted the world to be able to see, see that on that level. And so that's how wow. we 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 on on Saturday Night Live. So,
0: nice. Yeah, nice.
1: yeah it, it was it was a good look, and, and that's one of the things that I I wanted people to be able to know because we was actually on tour with Sky the, the the Ogle Sky and um and um the Gap Band, you know Charlie, you know from the Gap Band. We was out there with them on tour, and they brought us back in to be able to appear on Saturday Night Live. We Thank were you. we were like uh, the Gladys Night, the Gladys Night <laughs> of hip hop. That's what we were. That's what we were, and and I mean, and, and that was the seventies, you know. I mean, from the seventies to to the early part of the eighties, that's what we were, you know, from the onset of hip hop, and and that's why this story needed to be told. Because if you look at, I don't I don't know if you know y- y'all did your research, and I'm, I'm quite sure y'all did, but but it's, there's so many uh, uh, things that's out there, and every time that people go back, they they do go back and they find these clippings of, of the Funky Four, you know, plus what what, but. I don't want to sound hostile or you know just but, but I'll say, okay, you know what if if you know we were back there, if you know we were back then, you know we started from the onset, Right. why, why, why do you not acknowledge why do you not acknowledge I'm saying in in a way that it counts, if you know what I'm saying, I think that people should dwell on it, I don't think that people should dwell on it, you know and say, oh yeah, yeah, you know and 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 i I talk about it in the book about not um being bitter. You know, cuz cuz for us, you know, sure we probably would have all loved to make the money. But to this day, you know, I can honestly say that it has never been about the money. You know, back then right. we didn't make the money. We was lucky to get, you know, um $2 to get a white capsule burger or get on the train. You know what I'm saying? And right. the thing is, is that it was for the love of hip hop and what we did. So it's for me as a female MC, as a B girl as 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 you know the luminary icon and the mother of the mic it has never been about the money and it would never be about the money it's about the history and the culture You right. people can make whatever they want to make you know and there's nothing wrong with people getting paid from it now people should you know what I'm saying because everybody else is you know, from commercials to this and that. So if you have a, a, a MC out there that they're making X amount of money and this and that, they should because everybody else is capitalized off of it. But my thing is that as long as it don't, you know, tell my history, you know, and, and I'll leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? But you know, right. it, it's I don't think it's about, you know, I, it shouldn't be about money for the for the pioneers. I should say it shouldn't be about about money. It should always be about. You know the the history of of and and what you what your part was into setting you know you know the the line you know for you know the future MCs and, and DJs whatever it should always be about the history. I'm saying for the pioneers. It should be about the history.
0: Having you on right now is like I'm over here. I'm trying to hold my composure, but I'm ecstatic.
1: Hey, e let me tell you. Let me tell you what my payoff is. My payoff is you can keep everything else. My payoff is going down in history. As long as I can tell my story, you know, everything else you can keep. Everything you can keep, and, and I'm saying it in a disrespectful way, but my payoff is, is never on the monetary side. It's about going down in history and 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 letting my kids, you know, and and my my grandkids or just the world know, you know, my contributions to the culture of hip-hop that's my payoff right. that's my payoff you understand that's my payoff because the thing is, is right. that, and any and i tell any partner any mc anybody that that um that uh you know is back from the, the the world don't owe you nothing but the thing is is that what you can do is you can tell your story and 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 you and the payoff will be the fact that you can say this is what I contribute to the culture of hip-hop. Lighten up kids and another MC. Begin to teach, you know, or teach the craft. That's your payoff. Don't worry about all that other stuff. Your payoff is, is what you can give back or what you continue to give back and how you, how you, um, how you have laid, you know, the groundwork for, for the next person or, or the story of or what you contribute to be told. That, that should be any time to payoff. Love cool. y'all. I love that. I can't wait to do this. I can't wait to do this because, you know, I'm in bed <laughs> by 8 o'clock. <of> <laughs> but look, I'm telling you, I can't wait to do this because I think it's an honor. And anytime that, you know, you have someone like, you know, Get your Radio, you know, um, say, well, I want you on the show, it's an honor because whether or not one person listens to your story, that person can tell another person and tell another person and tell another person the culture of hip hop. And so, anytime. It's just like if you were an MC. You don't worry about how many people was in the crowd. You just know that you're going to please or you're going to tell that you're going to rock for that one person or that two person that was in the crowd because that would just make your, your craft better. So I appreciate y'all having me on the show to be able to, to talk to your audience. And and also talk to other stuff. Look, Ian I get excited just talking about about, about hip hop in general, you know, and even just music these days. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I like on the radio, stuff that people wouldn't even believe, because right. like I said, it's about being different. And if I right. want to tune into something different, and I want to go back to, to the roots or back to, how I just know I can tune in to get George Radio.
0: Right, right. That's that's, right. What that's, talking, right. that's what I was talking to my man Dal Kim about. That's how we got on that conversation. I was just basically trying to tell him that, you know, yeah. still yet we trying to get the music out and everything, but still yet you got to be different and true to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And what was his take on it? He, he agreed with like a lot of stuff you said, like how Nicki Minaj conform. I mean, not conform, but you know how she,
1: yeah,
0: how, how she utilized her situation to become, uh, to become, known or popular, as you were saying. And then I feel him 100 percent on that. I definitely feel him. But still, at the end of the day, and like you a- say, it's my true passion, and, and, and I can't change exactly. myself. I mean, I can change. You can't. But, you can. But I don't. I don't want to right now because I feel like the
1: music and you is, is to great. Way. You don't have to conform. You don't have to conform. You don't have to conform. You you could understand what what she did, but you you don't have to conform to any, any music that you, you don't like. You know. You understand what I'm saying? Because, right, then you, because- you have all options.
0: Right, because if I was in a position with like you know Nicki Minaj or one of those rappers like J Cole or whatever, my music would not mm-hmm. change. It's just the fact that maybe the beats or but but still yet yeah, my content and my message and my personality or, or my passion what I'm giving y'all is never going to change. You see, it's, it's still going to be dope. It's still going to be with thought. It's still going to be. I, I feel you.
1: I you feel see you. see what I'm
0: saying? But, yeah, that's what I'm coming yeah, from.
1: I feel you, but but see, but but then you know if you talk about. The marketing side, you know, because you know that that person this is a
0: messed up up right now. Room, a, a game that, right now. You will hope that
1: that she goes back to go back to the rules, her rules. You, you understand what right. I'm saying? Right, right. So maybe it, it would happen. I would love to see it because I I I, I know she has an her. Right,
0: and that's why I say we appreciate you so much because you know you you were doing it when it was just about doing it and. At the end of the day, as long as your story was told or your rhymes got heard or... And,
1: and I get more know. people to embrace and get more people to embrace the culture in itself. See, me, right. I don't look at it from the rapping aspect, you know. I look at it from the whole culture as the, the, the people... Because it's like you you got to respect the DJs as yourself, you know, because that's a part of the hip-hop culture. The DJs, right. the MVs, you don't have to embrace you don't have to get out there and be writing on walls and graffiti but my thing is that embracing the whole culture to know that hip-hop is just not rap you understand what I'm saying hip-hop is all elements of the culture you know right. so my my thing is that you don't have to embrace it You it's just the the culture you know just get you know um give respect to the DJ you know what I'm saying because the DJs is a part of you know the elements you know of hip hop. You know you give respect to the DJs, you give respect to the MCs, and you give respect to the B girls and the B girls that represent. And I'm not saying you got to get out there and break dance or whatever, but I I tell you, do y'all play songs like Apache? Because when I hear Apache or Mardi Gras, you know from back in the days, I lose my mind. <laughs>
0: right. You know what
1: I'm saying? do you? It's like, do you do do y'all go back to like?
0: Now I say that you don't even have to be a break dancer. When you hear those songs come on, it's like you automatically... Yes, you feel want to start it, don't
1: you? It's a whole
0: that's vibe that you feel, like a whole... Oh, stop playing. Oh, man. Yeah, like a, it's, you it's don't. Like,
1: yeah, I know, I know. You know, like that, when you hear, you know, like Baby Huey, you know what I'm saying? Listen to me, hear what I'm saying, like them old songs, or maybe like the new songs with that beat and just that, that um the the, the formula and, and what the MC is saying, you know, just you right. feel it. I mean, yes. That's what I'm saying. Embrace the whole cult.
0: Like, I haven't, I haven't picked up the book yet, but, I, but I'm definitely going to pick up the book. I mean, I, I, I like to read. And I don't be to trying
1: read. to read his. Don't be trying to nah, read nah. His.
0: <laughs> But, no, what I'm saying is, did, did one day did you just wake up and say, look, I'm going I'm to write a book. I'm going I'm to put everything. I think the world needs to, like, what, what made you decide to just, like,
1: say, yeah, hey, I'm going to write this book Yeah, I did that. Today. I did that. I did that. Because I, I was thinking, you know, for many years, you know, I, I sort of kind of wanted to, I like my privacy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And, 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 and so I wanted to be able to control what I do. So if I go and I, I, I do things in the community for the kids, you know, I had opened up a performing arts uh, a, uh, uh, a studio for the kids here, here in Texas. And my thing is that I wanted to be able to, because of what I went through as a young teenager, you know, in New York. I, I said I'm not signing nothing. I'm not getting involved in nothing unless I can control it fully. And so for years I, I just stayed out, you know, of the limelight, you know, and 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 you know did the nine to five thing. And I was always able to do it undercover without people actually knowing, you know, who I was. It wasn't until recently, you know, with with the internet, you know, and all that stuff, that people really started reco- recognizing, you know, who I was. But I said what I needed to do was just. I say, you know what, before I leave this, this, this earth because I'm not getting any any uh, younger, I want people to be able to know. And so I'm going to break the silence and, and just tell my story. You know, because when I talked to Sapphire Frey and I said it in the book, that it was one year they were honoring, you know, a female. And I was like, you know what, You you not that he was there full, but you know the deal. So why are you not, you know, out there making sure that people know the story of of, of Rath? And he had right. said, Charlotte in the funny Four, he said, uh, Well, you know what? Nobody's not going to tell your story. And I said this before, like you, you. So you need to start writing what it is happened to you throughout your life. So it only took me about, you know, what, three, four months? Because I have a photograph of memories just like it was yesterday. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? And I was smoking or drinking I don't drink I don't do none of that so everything was like you know just fresh to me so I just started right. writing it down and writing it down and I said you know what I'm gonna put it out before the end of 2010 and and that's what I'm I mean, before the end of 2010 and that's what I did
0: and well, I definitely, wanted.
1: Congrats, I could, so
0: congratulations it congratulations to you we are definitely you know thank you one question also the uh, as far as the group the funky Four, um plus yourself I don't know a lot of members, you know, it ended up you know, DJ Barron and, and, um
1: You remember that, right? So, you know, Ronnie, yeah, yeah. we were, we were, I was the original Funky Four. I didn't start off being the plus one. That's why I am the first female MC. And anybody right, right. that can, um, anybody that could, that would dispute it, I, you know, I just came across, um, film, footage. So, most people back in the day have, um... You know, like still camera pictures or whatever, but we actually have footage. And this guy, you know, that we're like, you know, going to Steven, you know, back in the Bronx Stevenson High School, he was going and, and he had a project. So, so we're bearing them, we're bearing in them. Um, you, like I said, I was the original part of the Funky Four. I wasn't, I, I, it wasn't until 79 that I became the Plus One. So early on, I was the Funky Four. It was myself, Raheem from the Furious Five, Kenki Rockwell, and, and Keith Keith. So I was the original part of you know, the Funky Four.
0: Wow, that's big, yo. That's really big.
1: Oh, yeah. And then, and then actually, the Funky Four was the first, we were the first to form four members. You know what I'm saying? And then you had, most, most groups had like, you know, two and three members, and then everybody started having four. And then when Raheem left, he went over to the Furious Five, so then they had five. And so when I, and I left at the same time because me and Ryan was pretty close, you know, like, we was like brothers and sisters, we were very close. So when he left, I left. And like a month or so later, you know, I came back to the Funky Four and I became the Plus One, and then they were the Furious Five. Wow.
0: That's now, why, yeah. why exactly did Raheem leave and went to the Furious Five?
1: Well, I think you know we we were we were and I talk about that in the book, but I, I couldn't let y'all on it. The thing is that we we were we were battling, and um, they were trying to get they were trying to get Raheem because Raheem had the the best formula that any group could have. They had a female. We were good on uh, harmonizing. We were good on perform- performances. We would just flip you know commercials into rhyming, you know, and, and we 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 just had that formula that every group wanted to. To uh, model themselves after, so right. the Furious felt like if they can get Raheem away from the Funky Four, then it would make their group powerful. Because Raheem was an essence he was the harmonizer, he was the singer. So they needed to get him away from the Funky Four to be able to make their group. Not that you know, you had Millie Mel; every, every, we all had our different styles, you know. But we, right. but the Furious Five and the Funky Four were always battling each other. You understand? With we didn't battle anybody else with the Furious Five because they felt like they were a better group, and we felt like we were a better group. And so, in order to get, but but don't get you can't take nothing wrong from from Mel and Creole and Cowboy because they all had their different styles, but so did Funky Four. But in order for them to to be on top of the game, they felt was to take Raheem away. You know, so somehow they convinced Raheem to come over. And um and that's how the Furious Five came about. And then I left, you know, because I was upset, and then went back to the to the Funky Four, and that's when I became the plus one when they wow. got two new members. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. My thing right now is to push the history, you know, and and mm-hmm. not disrespect. Now I, I would love, but I, but I'm also selective about what I I'm doing. I don't like to just you know because um you know how I feel about the culture. I, I don't like to just jump on just anything that I think. And, and it could be hot. It's just that that's not where my head is, is right now. It's for me. It's about the, the culture and the, and the history. So I'm pushing the book, and I'm um, you know still you know in the community you know just you know going out with the kids you know and still you know uh, taking kids back and forth to New York you know from around the world to show them the birthplace of hip hop. So my thing is really about the history and about enlightening kids. Enlightening kids, and also, you know, just being able to, um, to help the kids out in my community—not just in hip hop, but just for the arts in, in itself. You know, whether or not it's dance, whether or not it's ballet, whether or not it's you know music in general, you know, or playing an instrument. You know, that—that's what my head is at because just you know the, the culture, you know, just just them about the culture. Right. You know, because I think I think you know if you take it back to the streets and you take it back to those to the kids and you offer them, you know, something that's, you know, like beneficiary, especially like music or uh, you know anything at that level to something that's gonna stimulate they not mind. That's where my head is at, you know, right now, and that's what I, that's why I do. That's I do.
0: But it seems like, but, but it seems like these days, shy rock, they don't want their mind stimulated anymore. You understand what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but it's up to us because come on, look, what well, what do you ha- what? And I'm asking you, okay, but what, yeah, are we, I think what are we what, up? what, what we are, we up? are we giving them? What are we giving them? We. Right, if we don't give them food for thought, you you understand what I'm saying? Then we can't blame them for nothing, for their minds not being stimulated because we're not putting it out there for them. We're not letting them know that they have other alternatives. This is what I said going back to different radio stations. You know, listen, they don't know there's all the other alternatives, but what they know, but what is bombarded with them, you know, on, on an everyday basis. So if you enlighten them to know that, you know, there's so many different eras, there's so many different music, there's so many types of, you know, uh, hip hop artists and stuff that you can listen to. You gotta put it out there for them. You gotta right. give them something to work with.
0: That is definitely true, and, them and, them that's, and that's my whole that's my whole model. My, that's like not my model, but that's like what I'm what I'm talking about, what I'm trying to do and trying to push. I'm trying to push it out there. That's I'm trying to be that different person, whatever. But there's been a lot of people that have come in and, contact and with the last you, couple right. years. Yeah, it's yeah. been a lot of couple, a lot of people that I've come in contact with the last couple of years, and yeah. I've, I've definitely heard of, out of people's mouths that they've said like, if it's some, if it's something that makes them want to think, they don't, they don't want to even hear it, you know, and, and that kind of like made me like, like I'm like wow when they said it out their mouth, you know what I'm
1: saying? I can believe it. But you know what? Well, we're in a different society now. And how right. it was you know, when you grew up or where I grew up is totally changing. You know, technology is changing. And I think right. that if you put it, and, 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 and kids are learning more stuff and able to, you know, learn a lot more than, than you could even believe as it is where we, where we grew up because there's more things out there for them left. But you've got you to gotta put it out there for them to just, um, you know, gravitate to it you know, or offer it, offer, offer it to them. Because we're living in a different age now where we can control and not not in control, but we, we can turn the way that, you know, young kids think. It's just that if you want to be that, I wouldn't say positive role model, but you give them food for thought. Whether or not, it, like I said, it, it could be the art of music, but you just got to let them know that they have choices. You know, I don't want to sound like a preacher or nothing like that, but I, that's no, what not, I found. It's like a lot, kids, a lot of kids don't know that they have choices. Hell, I'm sorry, a lot of adults, hell, a lot of adults don't know they have choices, right, you know, but right. if you sit out there and let them marinate on it, man, I'm telling you, you'd be surprised, you'd be surprised, because, like, my kids, growing up, that's all they know is hip any any song that 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 comes on, they can tell you whether or not that song has been sampled or not. Like their kids be like, some young kids be like, no, you know that's the artist. No, that artist sampled that song. You know, it's there's, like
0: there's no more there's no more longevity music. And and I consider your music right. and the stuff that you did back in the day that's that, that's longevity. Like I can pop that in my tape deck. I mean, cause I still rock tapes right now to this day. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Like, it's no more longevity music, and, and that's, what, like, crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. You, you understand? Hey,
1: so what? So you're going to continue to play that part and, and letting, the kids, letting them young kids know to tune in to Get yours Radio, where you'll be able to listen to all new music, not in
0: rotation. All right, all right, all
1: right. That's why we look we thank you. Yo. We,
0: once again, we thank you for... Um, just kicking it with us right now. We really do. You've been oh, dropping wow. some duels on us, and we're happy to get your your, your book out and Thank the world you. Knows, Y'all are gone. knows the story. Thank exactly. What was going on in your minds with the groups? Fifteen minute long songs and, and, and ten minute long songs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
1: May mean, I talk about that. I, I talk about that because the thing is is that. <laughs> wow, you, you gotta know, pick it up
0: wasn't
1: the talk, that. ladies and gentlemen. We knew, gotta, yeah, gotta we up. knew, we knew we had to record. So the thing was, is that we just went in there, you know, on the strength that we were just gonna say, we came up with the hook, we just was gonna go in there on the strength that we were gonna say the rhymes that we were saying that we was on the street. And that's what we did. And we took Pumpkin in. And Pumpkin was, uh, you know, he was the, uh, the drummer. So he just went straight, you know, by, straight, you know, everything was recorded live, you know, in like this little small makeshift studio that this, Guy Bobby Robinson had, which was like Phony G's uncle, you know, had, you know, and we just went in there and just really like just recorded it, you know, just just passed the mic, you know. Everybody knew, and everybody knew each other's rhymes. So when they finished with one rhyme, you know, to come in, you know, if you if we bring the hook, you know, like Shai Rock Don't Stop, you know, just get on the mic when you're ready to rock, you know, and then and, and you knew that's when you had to come in with your 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 rhyme. So and right, that's right. all we did. Just went in there and just did it in one one straight shot and just. Went Ron for rock, you know, okay. just Ron for rock and just made a record And like I said, and that was rapping and in rocking the house. That was our first song. So a lot of people say, you know, okay, well, this was the first song that came out, or this was the first song that came out, or this was the first female that came out with a song. When you talk about, when I say that, you know, I say, well, we were the first hip hop group to have a, a song. Well, hell we was? Because anybody else, if you talk about us being on the street. You know, prior to '79, and we was out there, you know, rocking on the street prior to '79. If you had the sequence, if you had Sugar Hill Gang, and if you had Lady B or anybody else, we were we were on the streets before a record. So how could you say that anybody else, you know, even from Curtis, or so even from the uh, uh, the rappers life, Yes, "Rappers Like was the first song that everybody knew across the world, you know, and and, and we all we all loved it. But I'm talking about a hip hop group, MCs that were there on the grind before we went into record format. So we were the first, you know, a group, technically, you know, MCs, not a group that was put together, you know, or made up after you got the formula from from people back in the Bronx. Right. You, You understand what I'm saying? That's my ar- that's my argument. But the thing is, is that you know, um, you know, we just went in there and we did it. So a lot of people they know they they know rapping and Rock and House, but we're most famous for for that joint. I guess because someone had said that it was one of the most samples uh, songs from back in the days that they they were sam you know that they were people were sampling.
0: So let them know where they can cop the cop the book at.
1: Luminary Icon, it's, it's the story of hip-hop's first female MC, right now y'all can get it on Amazon.com. What I've found is that a lot of people are going into the bookstores and they're requesting it. And so the thing is, is that we're getting orders all over the world from, from Barnes and & Nobles and, and different distributors. So if you go into the bookstore and you find that they do not have it, all you've got to do is say, look, I want the book and they'll get it for you with, with no, no doubt. So, um, and this is what we're, we're finding. But right now, you can you can you know you can download it, which which is one of the cheapest ways on Amazon.com, or you could purchase the book. Because as soon as we send it to them, you know it, it, it sells out. So even if you see not in stock, Amazon will notify us that we need more books, and we send them straight straight to them. Or you can pick it up in your bookstore in a bookstore. And if it's not there, let them know you want it, and they'll get it for you. All right. All but right. tell your friends. Everybody got to pass it. Today. Y'all got to let them know. You know just what. The history, and that way it'll it'll make a difference, you know. And I appreciate all everybody's help, you know, and and letting everybody know about luminary icon the story of sharab and the of Definitely, definitely. I love you, Shara. I love you. I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. I tell y'all, I'll be an adamant listener
0: now. <laughs> hey, thank you. Let's uh let's let the listeners hear that song. That's the joint. No doubt. Why don't you introduce that to everybody?
1: What's up, audience? You're listening to Get George Radio, but right now Ew Mello is getting ready to play Just the Joint. Y'all check it out. a Music. So I did something with with my my home girl Lisa Lee from from uh, African Band Camp, and we right. did like something that was just just you know just like verbally you know no music behind it whatever. Man, that, what, 2008, you know, my friends call me because I'm, I'm like in Vegas, right? And they call me and they like, you know, congratulations on your commercial. I was like, what commercial? It was like, your Missy Beachy commercial. I say, what, what you talking about? So they was like, well, you got a commercial, you know, for Missy Beachy. And what I have found out was that uh, it was something that I had did, like it was this this badass, uh, oh, can I say that? This uh, group that, that, that's in um, London, that's in Europe, you know, that sampled our voices and, and um, then uh, gave it to Missy Beachy. And so when they had, like, the 2008 uh, NBA Finals, you know, I'm laying down in bed when they told me it was on, and I'm hearing my voice on a 2008 commercial that Missy Beachy was selling for, um, for their 2008 Eclipse. And I was wow. like, wow, this is crazy. You know, I was like, you, nobody told me, you know, nobody asked. I don't know. You know, I guess they may think, you know, because you're 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 pioneer, you're old, you you, you don't, you know.
0: They can do whatever wrong. they want. They think everybody
1: <laughs> wow. from back in the days was on drugs or or they, they just like lost their damn mind or something, whatever. But, you know, I was honored. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, I just didn't think people would just go that far, you know what I'm saying, to just do something like that. And you're talking about. Something that was almost like twenty years old, but they made a commercial out of it. And like nah. I said, I, and that's I begin to. That's uh, that, that's one of the things that made me say, you know what? I, I, I'm going to write this book because if somebody can go back twenty years on um, something that I did and, and put it to a commercial, then I need to tell my story because I need to be able to be, be in control of the situation here.
0: That's right. That's right. And
1: I love y'all. Love Thank you all for having me on the show. I mean, it's an honor. I mean, I think it goes both ways because you have this radio show, and you you could have anybody you know that that you want you know to come on and talk about their endeavors and what they're doing you know. But I appreciate you you know taking it back you know and enlightening people as to you know my my story and my history and, and including the Funky Four as well and just the history of hip hop. You understand? So so it's an honor for me. You know, I spend a lot of my time that you know and um. Hopefully, y'all will see, see me out there, you know, just being able to just represent, you know, hip-hop to the fullest. And I love all of y'all high-hard hip-hop, you know, uh, fans who are true to the culture. I love y'all. I love y'all. And support the artists that y'all like. And support the radio stations that y'all like. You understand what right. I like? like uh, get your music. Support it, guys. Because they're going to play what you want to hear. They're going to play what you want to hear.
0: And um, everybody, once again, her book is out now, Luminary Icon.
1: Thanks, guys. Amazon. When I get off the radio, don't don't let that be the last time that y'all y'all plug in Luminary Icon.
0: Nah, you're welcome. Oh, anytime no, you want <laughs> this show, call us up anytime. You are welcome anytime and happy belated birthday. That's not what birthday. I'm saying.
1: That's not what I'm saying, y'all. Y'all keep plugging <laughs> Luminary Icon.
0: <laughs> Luminary Icon is on the site and will remain there. I, oh,
1: no problem. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, guys. I love y'all. I love y'all. Thank you for everything.
0: Thank you. We love you. you. Thank you. Appreciate the time.
1: Bye, guys.